Hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we're going to be talking about making goals and how to how to make them and then how do we get to fulfilling those goals. How does that happen? Because I think a lot of times I can only speak for myself that in my life I've I've had things that are goals and then oh man, I don't I don't accomplish those goals because I don't have a way to go about completing them in a timely manner because I think about New Year's Day resolutions and how <laughs> I think the data says most people's New Year's resolutions go defunct by February or sometime sometime around there. And it's really important if we want to meet our goals if we want to be the best that we can possibly be, that we have a, a formula, so to speak, for getting to the goal, right? For reaching that goal, for reaching a, a lag measure. Uh, I'm actually found a copy of the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, in some books in an office I just moved into. And it inspired me to do, do this podcast because it's a book that I read a couple years ago and I think it's really good information for us as leaders. Uh, it talks about lead measures and lag measures and we'll talk about that as we as we get into this and you'll hear some paper right because it's an actual paper book and I think that's great. I think I think the e-reader craze has gone away. I think people either listen to books or a podcast or read paper books. I guess people still do read digital copies of books, but I like the paper things. I think that's something that is just, is just better for us. So one of the best stories in this book is about uh, NASA and how before president JFK said he wanted to go to the moon, NASA had all these, all these goals in in 1958, and I'll just read a little bit from the text because I think it helps helps give us a little little context here. So it says uh, this is on page 38 of the Four Disciplines of Execution. In 1958, the fledgling National Aeronautics and Space Administration (NASA) had many very important goals, like this one: the expansion of human knowledge of phenomenon in the atmosphere and space. It sounded like many of the goals you hear in business today become world-class or lead the industry. Although the leaders at NASA had ways to measure various aspects of this goal, they lacked the clarity of a defined finish line. They also lacked the results that the Soviet Union was producing. But in 1961, President John F. Kennedy shook NASA to its foundations when he made the pronouncement, land a man on the moon and return him safely to the earth before this decade is out. Suddenly, NASA had a formidable new challenge. And, man, I think about this time of year as a football coach. I think about we're going through you know, the preseason previews on the on, from the different news organizations and how we all want to win every game. Right, that's what we want to do. We want to win every game. We want to be the best we can be. And 
I think that's great. I think this time of year is full of optimism. I think it's a wonderful thing to be optimistic. But I think that we need to focus on the process of how are we going to do that. And a little bit up on page 38, it says, the formula from X to Y by when makes that possible, meaning it makes achieving the wildly, the goal that is wildly important possible from X to Y by when. So we want to go from a team that was three and seven last year to a playoff team by this year. And then, and that's great. That's a great goal. That's a great wildly important goal. But the next question in my mind is how do we do that? And there's a, I'm sure as a coach, I have a lot of different, as a coach of almost 15 years, I have a lot of different stories that go along with this. But it's just interesting. I can, I can think back over the different places I've coached and the different records we had, the different processes we, we had as we tried to maximize our, our team. And there were some similarities, but I'm just struck by the differences. I'm struck by differences of offensive philosophy, defensive philosophy, weight room philosophy, player relationship philosophy, and some worked and some, some did it. And some worked because we just had the best dudes on the field most nights. Right. And some, sometimes it didn't, but it wasn't that we weren't trying hard or we didn't have a good process. It's just the personnel was a little, a little, a little different, right? We had a, a little mismatch there. And that's not really what I wanted to <clears throat> focus on in this podcast. What I want to focus on in this podcast is how do we just make the best of what we have and how do we continue to move our programs forward? How do we continue to be better every day? Because I think that is what is really, really important. I love NASA, NASA's goals of 19, as of 1961, it says, I believe that this nation should have committed itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. Yeah, that's it. So they are going to, that's what their whole focus is going to be on. And I think for a football program, what I think about is we are going to play as hard as we can. So we, you can measure that in the field, measure loaves. We are going to play smart. We're going to execute our, our scheme. And then, you know, as coaches, we're going to give our guys a chance to be successful by studying the tape, the game plan. It's just to study in the tape, right? To form a game plan, to give our guys the best, the best chance to win. And then that practice um, planning goes into that. There's a lot that goes into that. And I'm not saying that NASA, it was simple for NASA to build rockets. I'm not saying that, right? Far more complex than a football program. But it gives me peace of mind knowing it's okay to not have a bunch of goals out there. For us, for our program, we're win the day. Let's be better today than we were yesterday. And let's do that over and over and over again. And let's find that 1% growth and let's just try to keep growing. Let's just try to keep getting better. Let's move that line forward in some way, shape, or form today. Whatever that looks like, uh, it'll look like. Because today, we've had a scrimmage Saturday, an inter-squad scrimmage. And then, so today we'll watch the film, we'll teach, we'll do some install, and then we'll practice. Today doesn't look like Saturday. 
right? Because today's Monday after the Saturday, and that's okay. Practices should look different because we're trying to move our team forward. So today, <clears throat> still going to be in full pads, right? But we're still, but it's more of a mental day. It's more of a, hey, let's correct our mistakes on film and let's continue to move forward. And what we focus on and what I think a lot of people focus on are the good, are something called lead measures. So there's two types of measures this book mentions. And man, this is a wonderful book. <laughs> I've read it all the way through, I think twice. And uh, I'm referencing it now. And a lead measure is something that is predictive. So it measures something that leads to the goal. It is influenceable, something that we can influence, something we have control over, right? So we have control over our practice plan. We have control over how much time we spend watching Huddle to make sure that we have good notes on there. So, so we're teaching our players. We can help them grasp what we need them to do within the scheme. And then that leads to lag measures. So measures of the goal or the results, right? So the result is, is it, did this play work? Did it not? Why did it work? Why did it not? And how do we continue to influence our players, right? To do it the, the best they can do it every single snap. And yeah, so goals. So for me, I think of a football game is, let's say a, a football game is 150 plays for for instance, I think every play has a life of its own. And for, to me, one of the goals that I go into with every game is let's win more plays than the other team. And obviously explosive plays go into that. <clears throat> but for us, for our style, we get some explosives and that's awesome. But we want to control the clock, run the football, play action pass, which there's your explosives, right? Or the ball pops through the second level and then uh, you're one-on-one -on -one with a secondary player as a, as a running back. So, yeah, that's what we're, we're trying to do. So we're trying to control the pace of the game, and we're trying to stick to what we, what we do. And this goes back to one of my other philosophies is be like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A just does chicken now. Well, it does some sausage for breakfast, I guess. But, that's, so, but for the most part, Chick-fil-A just does chicken. And Chick-fil-A just used to do fried chicken, but, um, I'm, not, I'm vegan, but I think it's a great, <clears throat> great analogy. Chick-fil-A does chicken. Chick-fil-A does not try to be McDonald's and Burger King. Chick-fil-A knows who they are and what they want to be. And that's what they do. And I think for us as coaches, as educators, as administrators, know what we want to be have a clear vision of what that should look like. So when you close your eyes and you imagine what would a perfect game look like, which will never happen, but what would that look like? What does that vision look like? And then I think as coaches, our job is to take that vision and communicate it to our players and staff and then put together a plan to attain that vision. And that's pretty, that's a simple process, but it's not easy, right? Another example of this would be Apple. I'm looking, I'm sitting here looking at my iPhone, my iPhone 7. And Apple has 
they, for years has really one style of phone. They have the iPhone. They don't have a bunch of different other types of phones. And they have poured their effort into something that they are trying to perfect. And uh, their, their sales speak for themselves. Right? Uh, they have they've done a great job. People love uh, buying their products. I'm, I'm recording this with a, a blue microphone, but it's on a, a Mac desktop. And yeah, that's awesome. I think it's awesome that we can look at something like Chick-fil-A and Apple and say, hey, that's a good way forward. Let's not try to do too many things. Let's have a couple goals we want to accomplish. And then we just continue to go forward. And I'll, I'll finish with this. Um, when you get into like this, this, this book talks about a 40x mindset mindset. And stage four is called optimization. And it says at this stage, the team shifts to a 40x mindset. You can expect them to become more purposeful and more engaged in their work as they produce results that make a difference. And I think that's what we all want, right? We want results that make a difference. As a coach, we want results to make a difference for our program. And that's okay to want that. It's okay. Hey, I'm working hard. We have a good process. I want there to be different results. And I'm just here to tell you, sometimes those results don't happen when we want them to, right? <laughs> but if we keep using good processes, the results will happen. And it finishes, it says, they, the employees, will start looking for ways to optimize their performance. They now know what playing to win feels like. Yeah, win the day. Let's do the things that help us be the best that we can be going forward. And thank you all for listening to this. I hope you continue to have a great preseason as we work towards the season. And uh, if I can ever help you, please reach out to me via email, Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis, D-A-V-I-S, 2-4 at gmail.com. Had a coach reach out to me the other day. And we emailed back and forth, and I really appreciated his, his wisdom. So you all have a great one.